Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Duke Lamastra. I'm your host. Really grateful to you for taking the time out to listen and to be a part of this week's episode of the Simple Power Podcast. Uh, this channel is really dedicated to helping you experience the presence and the power of God in your personal life in practical ways because honestly, it's really not difficult. It's not complicated. It's just simply about becoming aware of the presence of the one who lives on the inside of you. His presence rests upon you and he's with you every moment of every single day. And so just learning how to be in his presence, experiencing the reality of who he is. And uh, yeah, so that's what we talk about here on this channel. If you're interested in any more resources on that, um, you can visit my website, simplepowermedia.com and you'll find all kinds of training uh, videos and audios and articles and just different things to help you go a little bit deeper into some of this stuff. So, all right, guys, well, let's go ahead and jump into it. This week's episode, I don't really have too much of an agenda. I just sort of have a thought that's on my heart that I want to just sort of get into. So I'm not 100% sure right at the moment where this discussion is going to go, but I just kind of want to share my heart with you for a few minutes. So um, here's the thought that's in my head right now and it's that your internal world like what's going on on the inside of you is so vastly important like it is so much more important even I think than what's going on outside of you than what's going on around you and we know this to be true because look you can be going through absolute hell. You can be going through, walking through major, major conflict in your life. And yet on the inside of you, you can be at rest. You can be at peace. You can have joy because joy is not derived from just what's going on around you. Joy is not just derived. Now, of course, we can all have those great experiences. You know, someone gives us a gift or we're hanging out with our family or we get a piece of good news or we get a promotion on the job or we get a stimulus check in the mail. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Right. So we know that external circumstances, of course, can affect our mood and the way that we feel and that's all good. But you can also be going through turmoil in terms of what's happening in your life. Your circumstances can be totally messed up. And yet at the same time, you can be experiencing joy that comes from the presence of the Father, the presence of Jesus who lives on the inside of you. And so your internal world becomes very, very important. Now, the flip side of that is that everything can be going great in your life, right? Like you can be, everything can just be good. It can literally be sunshine and rainbows. You can be good financially, good relationally, good in your health and all these things. And yet there can still be turmoil going on on the inside of you. You can feel like garbage even when everything around you looks like it should be good. I mean, Let's be honest. This is why you can see people that have really good lives. Maybe they're millionaires. Maybe they're billionaires. Maybe they're CEOs of big companies. Maybe everything is going good in their life, but inside they're messed up. Inside they don't have it all together, right? And sometimes just because we look at somebody and maybe we look at them, we say, oh man, they've really got it together. They've got a perfect life. They've got a perfect family. They've got a perfect job. They've got a perfect income. You know, they don't have all these problems that it looks like I have. Listen, you never know. You never know what somebody is going through because the internal reality of a person affects 
their mind and the way that they think and the way that they really experience the good stuff of life so much more so often than even the external reality of what's taking place. And I think that that is so important. And and this is why we want to look at Jesus. We want to look at the Apostle Paul. We want to look all throughout the Bible and all of these different uh, things that Scripture talks to us about in terms of experiencing the peace of God, experiencing the joy of God. You know, it, it's it's really interesting. And let me just um, go to something here. This just popped into my mind. So give me a second just to find uh, the exact reference here. Let's look at Romans chapter 14, verse 7. And in the New King James Version of the Bible, it says these words. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Eating and drinking, what is that? That's external stuff. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not about what you put into you, but it is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so if you look at those three words, this is how the kingdom of God is defined. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And remember, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. So what is righteousness? Now, it, you know, I'm going to take a 30 seconds here and, and, and define this. So this is not a, a complete definition of what righteousness is. But when we talk about righteousness, the first place that my mind goes to is our position, our standing as sons and daughters of God. We have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because of what Jesus did for us. Like, I'm not standing here, thank God, based on Duke LaMastra's righteousness, because that would get me nowhere. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, I think it is, that all of our righteousness, the righteousness of man is as filthy rags, all right? So my righteousness doesn't get me anywhere. Your righteousness doesn't get you anywhere. It, it just it just doesn't. It's, it's not, that's not even the point. The point is that Jesus left heaven, came to this world, lived a perfect life, fully righteous, and Romans chapter 5 actually tells us that his righteousness has become our righteousness, that his obedience is our obedience. And so this is really important. And so when I think about righteousness, it's our right standing as righteous sons and daughters of God because of what Jesus Christ did for us. I am clothed, you are clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so when your heavenly father looks at you, he doesn't see a sinner. He doesn't even see a sinner saved by grace. Come on, somebody. He doesn't even see a sinner saved by grace. And I wish you would stop saying that. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who loves everybody. Like, you're not. You're not a sinner anymore. Praise God that you are saved by grace. But the fact that you are saved by grace means that you are no longer a sinner. Because your sinful nature has been crucified with Christ, nailed to the cross. You don't have any use for it anymore. So stop thinking that you're a sinner saved by grace and stop telling people that you have a sinful nature. I hear you out there. Stop telling people that you have a sinful nature. Stop telling people that you're a nobody because you're not. Because you're not. Because he has made you somebody. You are one with Jesus Christ and you stand in his righteousness. So righteousness really comes down to that position that you have as a righteous son or daughter of the most high God. Righteousness and peace 
and joy in the Holy Spirit. So what is peace? Well, I, you know, I talk about peace a lot. Peace is such a big deal. Peace really comes down to our mentality, our state of mind, the way that we live. I was talking a minute ago about our internal reality, right? Because it can be tumultuous and con- and just a conflict that we're going through. But on the inside, we can be at peace. Job says, acquaint yourself with him, acquaint yourself with the Father, and be at peace. When you are acquainted with him, you can be in a place of peace, in a place of perpetual rest, even when around you, uh, you're experiencing maybe a, a time in your life or circumstances that are anything but restful. But because of who you are, because of that position, because of the fact that you are a child of the Most High God, you can still experience the peace of God because the peace that God gives surpasses, Philippians chapter 4, it surpasses all understanding. That means it goes beyond what we can understand. It might not make sense to the people around you. Like, how can you be so calm? How can you be at peace? How can you be at rest when all this stuff is going on around you and all this stuff in the government and all this stuff with coronavirus and everything that's going on in your personal life? Like, how can you? And it's, look, it's because of him. (laughs) It's because of him. It's because I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. And because of that reality, like he is, Christ is our peace. Christ is our peace. Peace is a person and that person lives in you. So peace just becomes a restful state of mind where we're able to be in a place of rest, even in the midst of conflict. Because the peace in you doesn't depend on the circumstances on the outside of you. The peace within you is dependent on your choice to rest in the finished works of Jesus Christ in spite of what might be going on around you. And the last word there, righteousness, peace, and joy. Joy, of course, joy is an emotion. Happiness is an emotion, but it's more than that. It's a force that lives on the inside of you. And and, and, and joy is a choice. Like when Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Like Paul was writing that letter from a hole in the ground because he was in prison. So he's writing this thing in in, in a place of, of turmoil. Yeah. In a place of conflict. Yeah. In a place of extreme lack of comfort, of course. And so he's writing this thing and he's like, rejoice in the Lord always. Like I'm choosing right now to rejoice. I'm choosing to set my mind on him. I'm choosing to fix my eyes on him. Because when I do that, I recognize that joy is not something that has to come to me. Like joy is not something that has to be brought to me. I think a lot of times we go throughout life and we're just waiting for that next emotional high. We're waiting for that next piece of good news. We're waiting for that next fun moment where joy can come into my life. But here's the thing. Joy has come into your life because the person of Jesus Christ, who is your joy and who is your peace and who is your strength and who is your life and who is everything that you will ever need. He already lives on the inside of you. The kingdom of God is not just outside of you. The kingdom of God is actually within you because the person of Jesus Christ, the king himself lives on the inside of you you. And so you have access to joy. You can actually choose. Like 
That's why over and over again, the Bible will tell you, hey, be of good cheer. Like when Jesus is coming on the water to the disciples and they're freaking out, he's like, hey, be of good cheer. In other words, cheer up. Don't be afraid. Like because you actually have control over your emotions. God has given you dominion and he's given you authority. And so many times I think we just need to shift our perspective. We need to elevate our perspective and shift our thinking to adjust our attitude so that we can come into alignment with God's way of thinking and God's way of seeing things. Because something that happens when your attitude is right, when you have an attitude of joy, when you have a state of mind of peace, and when you recognize that position and authority you have as a child of God, and that's how you walk through life, then let me just tell you, you approach life differently. You approach circumstances differently. You make decisions differently. But when we get outside of this realm of thinking and we just get caught up in the emotional, you know, roller coaster of life with the ups and the downs and, oh, what's the news talking about today? And, oh, what did the president do now? And, oh, what about this? And, oh, I still haven't gotten my, my stimulus deposit. And, oh, I still don't have a job. And, oh, this and that. And we, we go from moment to moment and circumstance to circumstance just waiting for that next thing, the next shoe to drop. And depending on what it looks like and depending on what it is and who said this about me and who left this comment on this post and, you know, the stuff that we think about it throughout life, whatever it is, right? When we just go moment to moment, circumstance to circumstance, waiting for whatever the event is to dictate how we feel, then we're up and down. We're on this roller coaster ride of life. And look, it's just not necessary. We don't need to live like that because Christ is our peace. He is our peace. He's our source of strength. He's our source of joy. He's our source of every single thing that we need. And we don't have to go looking for him because he's with us. He lives within us. We carry his presence with us everywhere that we go. And so that's really, um, I, I didn't know when I started here where this conversation was going to go, but I, I, just, I just want to encourage you with this, that your internal world shapes and shifts your external world. And so depending on how you are living life on the inside of you, right, how you are processing emotions and feelings and circumstances on the inside of you is going to determine what comes out of you. And it's going to determine really the quality of life that you have. It's going to determine the quality of your relationships. It's going to determine how you engage with people. It's going to determine how you minister to other people. It's going to determine everything about your life. So look, let me just frame this up for you. So the kingdom of God is within you. Why? Because again, the king lives on the inside of you. What is the kingdom of God? Let me break this down real quick. Just break down the word kingdom. You have two parts. You have king and dumb. King meaning the king and dumb meaning domain or dominion. So when we're talking about the kingdom of God, we're talking about the reign, the rule, the dominion, the authority of the king. And so who is our king? Our king is Jesus. And Jesus is seated on the throne of heaven, but he's also seated on the throne of your heart because he lives inside of you because you declared Jesus be the Lord of my life, right? whether that was recently or years ago or whatever, he's still there. He's still seated on the throne of your heart. 
So he is the king. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So when his lordship is established on the inside of you, when the lordship of the Holy One is established on the inside of you, there's liberty there. There's freedom there. There's peace there. There's joy there. The presence of the Holy Spirit within you is just this ever-flowing river, this ever-flowing source that you can just draw from every single moment of your life. So just want to encourage you, whatever it looks like around you this week, whatever you've been going through, however you've been feeling, whether it's been good or bad or a mixture, up and down, whatever, I just want to simply encourage you that you have a source that you can draw from at every single moment of your life. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not just about this external stuff and how you're feeling and what it looks like and all of that. It's about righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You have a position of authority. You have a position of sonship as a son or daughter of the Most High God because of what Jesus did for you. His peace lives and reigns on the inside of you. And so come into alignment with his peace. Come into alignment with that river that is flowing within you of the Holy Spirit. It's that mentality of, God, I'm going to choose to live in peace. I'm going to choose to draw from your peace. That even when it looks messed up out here, I'm going to recognize the fact that I belong to you. And so peace is my right as your child. And then getting into that, um, the attitude of joy, making the choice to say, God, I'm going to draw from your joy. I'm going to recognize that you are my source today and I am drawing from the resources of your presence and I'm going to choose to live in joy. I'm not going to let the devil steal my joy just because there's negative stuff going on in my life. I'm going to choose to walk in the joy that you have set before me. So thank you guys for being here this week. Thanks for checking out the channel. Really appreciate you being here. If you haven't done so already, if you would consider subscribing and even uh, share this episode with that one person that comes to your mind that you think could benefit from hearing this as well, that would mean the world to me. Don't forget again to check out simplepowermedia.com if you're interested in some further resources. Thanks again, guys. Have a good week.